Hello. Hello. I'm Justin. I'm Allison. And this is Robots on Typewriters, episode number 103. I think you're right. I genuinely panicked because I don't know. Yes, it's 103. Yep, yep, yep. <laughs> We're good. Nice. Nice. 103. It's my house number. Oh, it is. I wonder if we'll ever get to my the house number that I grew up in, 921. We can only hope. <laughs> we can only I think hope. if Robots on Typewriters gets to episode 921, it won't be with us as hosts. Oh, that's kind of Is fun. that a weird prediction? No, I like that. <laughs> I don't know what it means, but we'll discuss it no further. Like one of us, like we go on for another couple years. Someone joins us as a co-host. One of us leaves the show. We get another co-host. The other one of us leaves the show. Oh, I don't know why I imagined you meant like it might be like our children at that point. <laughs> oh, that would be weird. Like the family podcast. Yeah, yeah. Like, come on, son. You got to call, you know, your kids. Your to, kids. Your kids. That's, that's you know, my daughter's Your daughter, name. your kids. Yeah. My son's son, and your daughter, your kids. We used a neural network. Anyway. I'm son, and I'm your kids. Oh, wait, no. Is son actually named after my high school nickname, son? Yes. Yeah, Aww. I named my kid after you, and I'm named after your kids named after my high school nickname, your kids. Um, What are we doing here? What is this that we do? I'm glad you asked. Robots on Typewriters is a podcast all about computational creativity, artificial intelligence, machine learning, data, algorithms, random generation, and how all those sorts of things can be used to make art and comedy and creative stuff and to help other people make them. On this podcast, we have two segments, both named by random generators. The first is the Zesty Hat, in which we feature some computational creativity from around the internet. And the second segment is the Trashy Toy, in which we use these computational tools to play a game of our own creation. This week, it's my turn to don the Zesty Hat. And I wanted to feature some computational creativity art projects that talk about social justice and race in America. Nice. Yeah, I thought this would be a good week to talk about these things. The first art project, um, so a lot of the art projects I'm going to talk about are like art installments in museums. So you can read like write-ups of them, but unlike a lot of our zesty hats, I don't have like a... A site where you can go like mess around with these things um but this is from the world of fine art first ally ai a satirical voice assistant intended to help white people be less problematic <laughs> uh this was created by an american artist named american artist uh american artist is an artist who is black who changed their name to legally be American artist oh, wow. um, and plays with identity and race both through their own name, but also through their art projects. And also by Rashida Richardson, the director of policy and research at AI Now, which is an institute within NYU's law school. Um, so these two creators made Ally AI, an installment that was basically uh, Siri for white people to ask uncomfortable racial questions <laughs> like, can't tell if your new product is racist? Ally AI can help. <laughs> Need answers to difficult questions like, can you say the N-word while singing along to your favorite song? <laughs> or what's the politically correct way to ask where someone is really from? Ally AI can help. That's uh, yeah, the, the throw of this was that uh, many people, white people particularly, find uh, talking about race to be easier when talking to a robot or a computer than when talking to an actual black person. Um, so this was kind of a commentary on that. And it was, uh, I mean, it's kind of evergreen, but the is your product racist was topical to, I think, uh, a Gucci blackface sweater. Oh. I'm not even familiar with that scandal. Me <laughs> um, 
they just come too fast. <laughs> this was um, on display at the New Museum in Brooklyn. Um, in Brooklyn? I think in Brooklyn. In New York. Sure. Uh, during 2019. Um, I'm not sure if or where it's on display now, but it was kind of a gateway for me to talk about some of the other projects made by American artists and some of the AI uh, research done by Rashida Richardson. So first, about some of American artists, other works, a recent project that was at New York's Queens Museum was an HD video called 2015. It debuted in 2019. Mm -hmm. Um, American artist, by the way, makes things really hard to Google and find I more just information found about. That. I, it took me a very long time to just find Ally, Ally AI. <laughs> yeah, this um, this person does not live for search engine optimization. They yeah. live for expression. <laughs> that is fair. Um, 2015 was a uh, a video installment that was kind of from the lens of like a, a windshield cam in a car. And it's kind of meant to computerize a map. Like it's like a futuristic looking heads up display where all sorts of uh, words related to crime are displayed and different things are focused on. Um, and the idea was that this would use technology to let people see the world the way cops do or... <laughs> uh, how tech kind of trains us to recognize things in terms of what's dangerous um, mm. and yeah, conceptualizing the world um, in terms of threats and oh. in terms of race. Okay, yeah. Another project by American artist that debuted in 2019 in Brooklyn was called I'm Blue. If I was blank, I would die. Or if I was redacted, I would die. Or if I was black, I would die. Uh, there's a black bar over mm. the whatever there. Um, and this was basically like a big old like Dr. Manhattan blue head that was reading a manifesto from a black police officer um, who ended up killing families of other police officers in L.A. upon being disillusioned with um, the police force. Yeah, American Artist is all about these like really provocative art projects that tackle both tech and race. Oh, last one on the topic. This is probably the closest to my own research and stuff we talk about on this podcast, and it's still active. You can interact with it. Um, American artist made a chatbot called Sandy Speaks following the death of Sandra Bland in police custody. Mm -hmm. This was a chatbot that you could talk to about police brutality and about is at sandyspeaks.americanartist.us. You can see this chatbot in action, but... It gives some uh, information about um, about Sandra Bland's own life and death and about police brutality and police and race issues. This was a project, I think, from 2015, and it's still active, but yet another way American artists has kind of combined uh, interactive technology and uh, the topics of race and police in America. Yeah, and on the other side, the other person who was making Ally AI was Rashida Richardson, a law professor at NYU, um, and she has her kind of most influential paper was called Dirty Data, Bad Predictions, How Civil Rights Violations Impact Police Data, Predictive Police Systems, and Justice, without kind of getting too far into the technical uh, details of this paper. It kind of touches on things that we highlight for comedy and for creativity's sake on this show a lot. And that's that when you're using data to train a model, um, you kind of get out what you put in. That right. if you put in a bunch of movie titles or something, you get a bunch of movie titles or potential movie titles. Um, but that model can overfit. It can just repeat exactly what you gave it, which in our case, sometimes is annoying if we're trying to make something funny or the model can uh, underfit or can just be completely wrong and you'll get a bunch of complete nonsense, which often also is funny for us. I, I always like to point out at work where, or when I say work, I'm a PhD student, but when people use, you know, models that use big data to make predictions or to 
do important real world things. Um, I'm very cynical and always say that the only place AI has in people's lives is for comedy, like on my <laughs> podcast, which I mostly say to plug the podcast, but also <laughs> because I see from the comedy side how bad these models are at like transforming the inputted data into something useful. Um, and Rashida Richardson's point in this article is that if you feed um, biased police data and police data based on systematic inequality, if you feed that to a model that makes predictions about policing um, and about, uh, you know, which resources should go to which communities, you're going to tamper, you're feeding in bad data to begin with. Um, and the models we are working with aren't always great anyway. So right. bad data into a bad model is going to make bad predictions. Right. Um, we play that for comedy all the time, but when this stuff is used for important real life, real world stuff, uh, that makes for some really bad outcomes. Yeah. The American artist stuff is really cool. I've been looking at some of Yeah. No, I, I found American artist stuff to be like a really cool, uh, kind of intersection of what's really uh, important and topical at the moment and the stuff that we're into. Like, yeah, yeah, it's really nice to find somebody like doing this kind of work in this like weird little space that we occupy that like- Yeah, compose. sometimes we we always end up kind of defaulting back on the same like three or four creators right, because yeah. computational creativity is a relatively small and new space, but- yeah, people are uh, in different areas and in different ways using this stuff too and like pushing what computational creativity is and means. Yeah, yeah, no, that's awesome. Thank you very much for sharing all that stuff with us today. That was a very good, timely hat. Thank you very much. Um, and now for a not very timely <laughs> toy. Just an untimely toy. Um, <laughs> Look, we started this toy before it was untimely. Um, yeah, we... Um, the last episode we did, we we were playing a game of AI Dungeon um, using uh, some content that was, uh, that was sent to us by um, listener Joe Isham. And um, it led us down a, a path of a story about, in fact, a robot cop. Um, and uh, Detective Roboto. Inspector Roboto, yes. Oh, arigato. Uh, a, um, yeah, a, a robot cop in the Chicago Police Department, which, and he seemed to be on the trail of uncovering some kind of, uh, some kind of dirt inside the police department, but I... I where we left off was um, he had been transferred to. Let me see if I can easily. I don't. I don't even know if we saw if we know where he was transferred to. Oh, New York. No, not New York City. No, I thought it was just kind of like in the boonies somewhere. Yeah, like, yeah. He went from like you know downtown Chicago, baby, right. to like <laughs> you know Skokie, Illinois, or something. Right. Yeah. Um. And he now has a he has a new partner, a detective named John Doe, as far as we know. Um, and they are on the case of a man who was killed named James Rizzo. And the last thing that we heard was we um, tried to we got a number. Wait, let me see. We see, we, yeah, we, we checked if there was an address for James Rizzo. We found it was a post office box and we um, dialed it. And um, his, a woman apparently picked up the, the post office box. You know how that goes. Um, and uh, she seemed surprised to hear our voice. She said, hello, Mr. Rizzo. Is this James Rizzo? She asks nervously. And then, yes, yes, it is, you reply. So that is the mystery that we left off on. And now we know it was a woman, but do we know if it was his wife? I don't think, I think so. We, I think we just I think we made that, that assumption, but yeah. it seems much more likely it's someone that works at the post office. <laughs> you know, oh, a post officer. That would the a post officer, yes. That would make sense. 
both because they were there to answer the phone, but also because no one greets their husband as Mr. Rizzo. <laughs> James Mr. Rizzo. James Rizzo. Yeah, that is fair. Okay, and may- maybe post officer did not know that James Rizzo is dead. Okay, this makes yeah. sense. So yeah. if one of the post box rings, you're going to have to assume the person calling it is the owner. Is the owner? Because how else? Yeah, how else would they would they know where to call? Um, Okay, so where where do we want to where do we want to go with this? We've, we've, I guess so. Then that that leads me to believe what I felt that we were doing at first was um, we're we're trying to get some information by standing in as James Rizzo at the moment. Even though I think at the end of the last episode we suspected maybe we were James Rizzo, but I think it makes a lot more sense the other way. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think we're I think we're faking it now to get more info. Yes. Okay. Um, I think we've got to ask while we have this post officer on the line, like, uh, you know, is there anything in my post box? <laughs> I forgot. We are playing at being James Rizzo, but we do in fact sound like <laughs> Inspector Roboto. He's not a very good actor. He tries his best. This is the fans of the podcast commenting on Justin. <laughs> is there anything in my post box? No, nothing comes here. We don't even get mail. In fact, I think it's a secret or something. Why? <laughs> <laughs> so this is like a haunted post box. <laughs> there hasn't been mail here in 50 years. <laughs> I don't know why I still answer the phones here. Um, why? Who do you think would be sending mail to this address? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Some people say it's the ghosts of the house. Okay, yeah. So it is. It is. Yeah, it's it is haunted. indeed haunted. Um, uh, okay. Um, should we say, uh, haunt, uh, ghosts of, of who? Uh, sure. I, I'm a bit worried that we will once again be led down some path that does not help us solve whatever we're solving. I don't I yeah, I mean, I don't know. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Ghosts of who? The house. I don't know who owned it before us, but we lived here for 2 years She's and this got is the us first there. time any anything like this has happened. You really should have your post office issue you a new box number. <laughs> yeah, that's a good idea. So wait, is this not the post This is just a house. This is I don't think this is the post office box. I think we just called somebody's haunted house and they picked up. Okay, and there are some old post boxes there for well, yeah, people it's a haunted who, like, house. Yeah. When the post office moved, never got assigned a new number. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. So I don't know. Should we ask if? But also, she picked up and asked if it was James Rizzo without any, um, maybe he used to do this all the time, like dial the wrong number. <laughs> um, yeah, maybe he's the last person that still had a box there anyway. Maybe. Um, do we want to ask what she knew about James? Well, are we still pretending we're James Rizzo? Yeah, how do we keep this front up? Um, um, when was the last time we spoke? Okay. This will at least let us know yeah. when he died. What is the mystery about James? I'm sorry. Let me check. I- um, he was, I believe he was killed in his home by somewhere between five to seven men. One of them was wearing a business suit. The rest of them were wearing casual clothes. <laughs> I remember that. Yeah, that's, I love that story. That's intense. <laughs> and this somehow relates to the fact that Roboto's, uh, old chief was like surreptitiously removed or killed and a new chief was put in his place. So I think at the moment we don't know if there is any tie between those two cases, but okay, our we're just partner trying our best is aware to be a good of yeah. Out here. Our partner is vaguely aware of the Chicago situation. Um, we just did a lot of investigating. Um, All right. Uh, so we said, when yeah, is the let's last solve time this Rizzo case? Yeah. When is the last time we spoke? I th- I think it was yesterday. I don't remember. I'll have to look. It's okay. You don't need to lie to me. Okay. I don't know what we're so getting she at. She thinks there. they last spoke yesterday. So right. this cro- this murder just happened. I yeah, I don't know if we have a date on it. On Saturday night, April 8th, 20XX. 
Oh my god, that's last night. <laughs> that was probably last night. Or maybe 10 years ago last <laughs> night. Can we go to the crime scene? Yeah, I'm sure we can. Yeah. Let's go. Okay. Let's I don't Hang think there's anything else this box. ghost lady has for us. <laughs> you go to the crime scene. You arrive at the address and walk in the house. You don't see anything unusual at the house, and the police haven't cordoned off the area yet. You walk up to the police tape and knock on the crime scene investigator's door. Does he, do, do they like open a, a pop-up office for, at every crime scene for the crime scene investigator? Well, if they're, if you're at a crime scene, every door is the crime scene investigator's ah, door. okay. It's just, you know, industry slang. Right, yeah. Is the crime scene investigator here? Uh, that's, we, we don't know. Should we check? Yeah, just look for uh, the crime scene. poke open the door and say, you know, anybody here? He looks up from his desk and greets you. That, that's it. You think that's the crime scene investigator or the body? Uh, <laughs> unclear. Should we say, um, how are things going? How is the investigation yeah. going? Yeah, yeah. We haven't found any evidence of a struggle. The neighbors haven't seen or heard anything, and we're just starting to question people. We're just about to start questioning people again. So it looks like a stranger killed him? Joined by six other more casually <laughs> dressed strangers. <laughs> Should we say, like, do you know anything about the man in the suit? Yeah. Yeah, so no sign of a struggle. So that would imply to me it was not a stranger. It was like, you know, everything was cool right. and then man in the suit shot him. Oh, God. Do you know anything about the man in the suit? Yes, we found his remains in the basement. I'd say he was murdered too, but from the looks of it, he was killed by a ghost. <laughs> Oh, God. I swear I'm not influencing this, but it sure knows me. Eve Ward, is that you? <laughs> uh, you were given a key to the house so you could investigate it yourself. You went to the house and look around for clues. Should we go down to the basement? Of course. <laughs> we need to see what it looks like to have been go, killed by a ghost. Go down to the basement to look for a g g g ghost. Is there anybody that th th there? <laughs> You walk down the basement stairs and into the dark basement. As your eyes become used to the light, you begin to notice some boxes and papers sitting in a row. You walk over and begin to examine them. Are there bodies too, or what? The, his like, remains uh, are papers. papers. <laughs> <laughs> uh, ask our partner what he thinks about this. We haven't heard from no. him. What's our partner's name? Does he have one? He told us his name was John Doe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So... Uh, <laughs> okay, I think this is John Doe. Hey, why don't you ask me what I think about this? This is a one-man investigation, after all. I'm sure you must have questions. All right, what do you think happened? So, John Doe, we like ran down the steps past John Doe, and he's like, all right, yeah, I guess this is a one-man operation now. <laughs> he's being very <laughs> passive-aggressive as compared to his initial personality. No, I think he was a little bit, he was a little snippy and weird before. He like, oh, okay. uh, what was it? I don't know. Well, first of all, he called, he's telling us his name is John Doe. I just don't believe that for a second, you know man. What? You're right. This this guy's a little bitch. I think he, I think he thinks that we're an idiot because we're a robot. Yeah, exactly. He has an anti-robot yeah. bias. Yeah. Um. Yeah, so... So the last thing that was said was us saying, okay, what do you, what do you think? think? Yeah. Uh, can we like let him continue? Yeah. He's like, no, I don't want to tell you because <laughs> I, you only asked because I told you to. Yeah. I think this man killed this guy and then his friends killed him. Why do you think his friends killed him? They didn't want him to squeal. What makes hmm. you think they're still around? I I think John Doe's on to something here that like yeah. seven men enter a building, <laughs> one <laughs> murders someone, and then he gets murdered. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Up. I think the, the other six guys are, are suspects, not a ghost. <laughs> Should we, uh, w while we're down here, let's check for the body, assuming it's still here. Yeah. Look for signs of ectoplasm. <laughs> there was no body in the basement. But uh, I thought we were in the basement. So, <laughs> so you think the killer dragged him outside and killed him? No, I think the killer is still outside, and the guy I found in the suit—the guy I found—is in the suit he was wearing. <laughs> what 
what, you found a guy? Why didn't we talk about this? I thought oh, we were wait, But I like this, that they, all we know about the killer of Rizzo is that he was wearing a suit. Right. So John Doe's saying that the, the original man in the suit's out there and yeah. the body that, you know, he might or might Rizzo not be in, in this basement suit? is just some other person in, a, in that suit. Oh, God. Okay. It's the ultimate disguise. If your only known description is you were wearing a suit, just take the suit off. Just take the suit off, man. Um, uh, oh, what should we do? What do we do? Should we go looking for the guy? I mean, is he like, is that he's still here on the premises? Uh, measure his suit size. <laughs> should we? Oh, let's investigate. No, there is nobody in the basement. So we should we go looking for the body? Yeah, look for the body with the suit. You walk outside and there you find a corpse, just like the one in the basement. <laughs> you notice the eyes are open and seem to be looking at you. The lips move, but no sound comes out. <laughs> I don't think this is a dead body. <laughs> this is just a guy. <laughs> He's talking, you whisper to yourself. What did you find? I assume that's John Doe. <laughs> there's yeah. The, there's a body talking. John... <laughs> This corpse is alive. I'm this scared. This corpse is haunted. <laughs> um, what should we say to him? Uh, ask for identification. The body. Yeah. Well, check for ID. Ask. Check for ID. I guess. Okay. If, if its eyes are watching us and the mouth is moving, is it a body <laughs> or is it a person? We'll find out. There's a wallet on the body. Are we mugging someone right now? <laughs> you take it out and open to find a license <laughs> with the name Roger Tom. Oh no, they killed Roger Tom. <laughs> Ground control to Roger Tom. Um, <laughs> um, oh, I'm going to assume this is John saying, what else is there? And we say, he has a mobile phone, a watch. Car keys and some cash. Spent <laughs> dead or Let's not? Take it. I cannot tell if we're if this is a mugging or an investigation. Think of how many footlongs we can buy with that. <laughs> should we? Should, what? What should we do? Should we? Uh, I don't know. <clears throat> well, let's ask John if he's heard of Roger Tom. Okay. No, I'm afraid not. You look at the. <laughs> <laughs> you look at the ID again. Roger Tom lives in a small town called Shamrock. <laughs> Do oh. you think we could go there? That's where I live. Shamrock? A, a tiny small little village, village called, called Shamrock. Shamrock, yeah. Um, do you think we could go there? Or I don't know if we said that or if if uh, John said that. I assume we did. Yeah, I think, uh, I think that Shamrock? was us saying it. Yeah, should we just go to Shamrock? What? Well, okay. I think we, so this, are we assuming this was a dead body or should we check into the, the state of, of its uh, sentience at this point? Yeah, you know what? Check for a pulse. Okay. Jesus. Okay. You check body for, part for a pulse. Uh, his chest doesn't rise and fall. I think someone has killed Roger. Wait, you think the guy in the basement is Roger? I'm not sure, but what if he is? What if Roger survived, changed his identity, and is living a normal life? That's a weirdly specific <laughs> hypothetical. What if his name now is John Doe? Mm. Mm. Would you not be so stupid to call yourself John Doe if you tried to, like, ditch your old life and fake your death and then be like, yeah, my new name is John Doe. I think he's a. I think John slash possibly Roger is just such a simple man that he thought all this would fool us. Okay, but what then? Who is this body? Um. Yeah. So wait. In your theory, who is this body? <laughs> In your confession slash theory, <laughs> the suited man in the basement. Is it possible he is a different person? It's possible, but I don't think so. I think it's Roger. Well, let's go get him then. <laughs> you stand up and pick up the suit. Okay, wait, we pulled, did we grab the suit and like pull it right off of him in one like? <laughs> it was a tearaway suit, so yes. <laughs> okay, good. As all suits should be. 
Yes. Um, all right. So should we go investigate whether this is the real Roger by going to Shamrock? Um, yeah. So what, I mean, we can like go talk to people who try to find people who might have known Roger. Yeah. And That's what if, I had in mind. If, if John Doe is Roger, he's not going to want to go to Shamrock, right? Because he would be yeah. God on the spot. But wait, didn't he suggest it? I also thought you said no. God, like G-O-D, God He's on the spot. God on like, the spot. You've heard of Johnny on the spot. <laughs> um, no, I think we uh, Okay, we suggested like, we ooh, can we yeah. go there? Yeah. Should we like say something to John about going to Shamrock or just go to Shamrock? Uh, let's go to Shamrock. Let's not give okay. him the option. You go to Shamrock to find out more about Roger Tom. You exit the house and lock it. Then you put the keys in your pocket. Then you see a payphone and go to it. You dial 911 and tell the operator that you have found someone who has been attacked and you are taking him to the hospital. <laughs> so we just called 911 and Wow, we just lied? called in a false police report. <laughs> um, interesting. Okay. Um, <laughs> what do we, should we like say like, I'm so sorry that I don't know what came over me. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> yeah, let's apologize. The first thing I like to do in a new town is call in a fake police report. Uh, so this is the uh, the nine one one operator. Oh come on! I I don't know. I was talking and talking, and I got myself in trouble. Nah, you did good. Are you sure? Yeah. You decided to go back in the house and wait for the police. Okay, great. Should um, we try to go to Shamrock again? Yeah, let's let's go to Shamrock. Let's go somewhere specific in Shamrock. Okay. Let's go to the Shamrock Police Department. Okay. You arrive at the police station and tell the officer at the front desk your name and that of the person you found. He tells you that a detective will be contacting you soon. You wait a few minutes and then go to the front desk and ask to speak to the detective. <laughs> uh, reasonable. Mm-hmm. Um, can we also ask if they know anything about Roger Tom? And if he is standing right next to me. <laughs> he tells you the detective is working on the case and will contact you soon. You decide to wait for him at the police station. Your mother arrives to pick you up. <laughs> the <Aww>. bean! <laughs> I've waited so long for the bean to finally mobilize. She says... <laughs> You made quite the impression. I did. She opens the car door and gets in. It's a very big car. <laughs> the bean just drove up to pick us up. <laughs> Mother, let's go home. Oh. Is that what you want to say? Because that's gonna we're, this that's basically quitting on on what we do. Because we're gonna like go home, have a dream, hook up with somebody. They're gonna hook up with our mom. <laughs> like that's how it always goes. No, I hope she brings us back to Chicago. Okay, mother, I want to go back to Chicago. Mother, <laughs> Bean, Mother Bean. Oh, so you finally realize the truth. Mother, what truth? About what happened to you, of course. You sit down and place your head on your knees. You close your eyes and exhale. I'm tired. Aww. Oh my god. What's going on? This was like, the, the, like our mother clearly knows so much more than we do, and it's kind of the making bean me is nervous. Full of knowledge. The, the bean is, yeah, the be and all be bean all of knowledge, yeah. yeah. Uh, mother. Please explain what happened to me. Very like uh, descriptive, like vivid image of him right. putting his hands in his his head in his hands, like leaning on his knees in like the backseat of his mom, the Beans car. <laughs> it nothing. It didn't. Go, it didn't do anything. Let me try it. Just try again. Mother, please focus. Mother, please. Mother, please. Mother, how you been? <laughs> I don't know why you are so tired all the time. You can be such a little boy sometimes. I'm not a little boy. Fine then. I'm not explaining anything until you agree to come with me to the Grand Canyon. 
fine, I fine. Like a- I just have to know what happened. <laughs> I feel like he's having some kind of like like mental break where he's like remembering some trip he took with his mother like when he was a kid like I Yeah, feel like he's, he's right now in John's car and they're driving to Shamrock. Oh, and he's just and John is like stop calling me mother for the love of God. <laughs> and the bean. <laughs> and the bean. Stop calling me mother and the bean. That's just the radio show mother that we're and listening the be- to. <laughs> oh, that's what triggered it. Uh, um Oh, what should we do? I don't know what to do. He's not okay. Overnight radio show in the Chicago suburbs, Mother and the Bean. <laughs> I don't know what to do for him. Just should just we like give the follow command, this? Wake up. Oh, oh, okay. You wake up and look at the hospital monitor. <laughs> you are in fact at the hospital. You have a slight headache and are slightly tired. You decide to call the police again to see if they have caught Roger Tom. <laughs> It was just a minor spell. Everything's fine. Wait, we have a headache. Ooh, that's look in the mirror. (laughs) You look in the mirror and find yourself staring at a slightly tired-looking man. Your short black hair is messy, and your mustache and beard are shaped to match your dark stubble. Your mustache and beard are shaped to match your stubble? You check yourself out and decide that you look fine. You grab your keys and head out to the car. Now, when it says you checked yourself out, out of the hospital or re-looked in the mirror? (laughs) Both. (laughs) Okay, good. Wait, Um, who who am I? Who am I? Um, Check your own wallet for ID. The Shamrock police were like, who's that guy doing a robot voice when he called asking about Roger <laughs> you check, You check your wallet and find a photo of yourself. It shows a younger version of yourself standing in uniform. You frown as you look at the picture. You put your wallet back in your pocket. It occurs to you that you haven't had a meal yet. <laughs> I crave a foot long. <laughs> I could go for a foot long. Um, should we go get a foot long? Mull it over. Yeah, get get a foot long and call the chief. In the game yet? We didn't vote. (laughs) I said I don't think the words "foot long" have actually been invoked in the game. Oh yeah, let's uh, get a foot long and call the chief. And what what happened? Are Are we a cop that dreamt he was a robot? You get a foot long sub and a diet soda from the student union and eat them in your car on the way to the station. It occurs to you that you haven't had a good meal in a long time. Man, I can't remember the last time I had a foot long. Actually, that place is ironically named. It's the Student Onion. (laughs) Um, So we're on the way to the station. Should we, like, ask to talk to the chief? The receptionist behind the desk looks, uh, looks bored and sifts through a mountain of paperwork. Can I help you? My name is Roboto, and I would like to see the chief. It's really important. The chief is busy at the moment. Can it wait? No, it cannot wait. Yeah, no. I don't even know who I am and why I'm doing this voice. (laughs) The receptionist sighs and flips open a red phone. It's like a red Motorola razor. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Hello, this is Rita. I need to set up a meeting with the chief. It's really important. Who is she talking to? (laughs) And then someone says, he's busy, can't it wait? <laughs> Should we just, like, go bust down his door? Yeah, yeah, just bust in there. See who the chief even is these days. You quickly run through your plan. You decide to head to the supply room in the basement. You go down the stairs and into the basement. You see the supply room and go in. You quickly lock the door. So you just, we locked ourselves in the supply room. Um... <laughs> Just where the chief's office is. <laughs> what should we do? Call the police. <laughs> um, should we try? To, let's let's try to call the police chief. We had his number before. We talked yeah. to him on the phone before. You go in the supply room and turn on the light. You check the supply room for anything useful and don't find much. Suddenly the lights go out. You hear the monster. You think laughing. Ha 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 ha! I am in here, hero. The monster says. Did wake up now is the monster the chief or like unsure monster a metaphor i i just don't know should we say like who are you shoot the or shoot the monster yeah no fuck this shoot the monster get this over with monster howls in pain 
You rush over to it and kick the monster, causing it to scream in pain. You quickly check the monster for identification and see the word monster written on its forehead in red marker. <laughs> That's you got idea. any ID on you? Points to forehead. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes. That'll do. <laughs> that'll do, monster. Um... Okay, maybe they just keep a monster in the in the supply room, and this is entirely beside the point. I think we should go keep looking for the chief. Yeah, that was just a monster of the week situation. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, yeah. Bust down the supply room door and go see the chief. You continue to look for the police chief, who has not returned. You open the door to the warehouse, you know, the police warehouse, only to be greeted by the monster. The monster charges at you, and you struggle to get the door closed. The monster charges at you again, and you <laughs> manage to get it closed. open the door and into the warehouse, and we're like, hey, whoa, we got to close the door behind us. <laughs> uh, so we're just being charged by a monster again. Um, should we, should we try blasting. to... <laughs> Fine. Should we? Should I say that? Start blasting. Yeah. Okay. Eat footlongs. You turn on your flashlight and fire at the monster, which howls in pain. The monster charges at you, and you back up. The monster continues to charge at you, and you struggle to reload your shotgun. You have a shotgun? Yeah, that's the only footlong gun, isn't it? <laughs> oh, and actually, I think that is what the the one chief had that we like picked up off of him when, uh, he, when yeah. he left it. Interesting. Um, should we ask, should we like... Ask the monster for ID? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Either that or like ask the monster if he knows where the chief is. Yeah. Oh, I hope I didn't just say chef. I might have said chef. <laughs> <laughs> no, I did not. Thank God. You shout... Wait. Okay. You shout the police chief's name, but the monster won't let you finish your sentence. The monster tackles you and pins you to the floor. We shouted his name. What did we shout? <laughs> yeah wait listen back <laughs> listen back to the last minute um so the monsters tackled us <laughs> should we I, I like kiss him he's pinned um, us to the floor let's okay. uh we've escaped uh romance up until this point <laughs> the monster's lips are horrible you can barely contain yourself as the monster's tongue <laughs> snakes into your mouth and dot 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 the end you reached the monster becomes gay ending. Here <laughs> <laughs> uh, robots on typewriters, we always have multiple different endings planned, and every but episode has a monster becomes gay ending. Yeah, I mean, all of our end states are really blank becomes gay. It just depends who it is this week. This week, Most was... Almost all of our characters are monsters in some way or another. Oh, yeah. I mean, I wouldn't say that about Joshua Wilkinson, but... Yeah, he's not. He's just Are a, we satisfied a with this monster? Be I mean, I'm satisfied with Monster Becomes Gay. <laughs> but I like the fact that it's like, it's like the end state. is It has nothing to do with us. We've just changed the monster's perspective on himself <laughs> and his identity. Uh, <laughs> is that man, what this was all I... for? I, I can't be right. Monster no, becomes gay. It's like I feel like now, like the police chief is gonna like flick on the light, and he's b like behind a uh, two-way mirror, clapping. <laughs> uh, everybody clapped. I was the monster. Yeah. <laughs> um, open monster. How about gay? <laughs> I think since we got an ending, we do need to. Uh, we want to wrap up the story, but I think we can cheat a little bit. So why yeah, don't we just course. like directly say what we're going to do? Open the police okay. chief's door. Okay. We don't have to play by the rules of storytelling anymore. You enter the police chief's room and shut the door behind you. You hear a loud thwack and a flying wooden chair. Oh, shit. He's watching professional <laughs> wrestling. <laughs> I'm trying to figure out who this is. I think this is the police chief. I don't know who it is. Hello again, detective. Don't move. I'm locking the door. You notice that the police chief is missing his eyes. <laughs> oh my fucking god. Uh, uh, should we shout like, who are you? So he might say something. Yeah. You don't remember me? Oh dear me, I do believe you are one forgettable person. Please tell me your name. <laughs> 
I'm just gonna say like tell what me an your insult. name again. You're one forgettable person. <laughs> Are you the chief I tried to murder or the good chief? My, uh, what is happening? My name is Blaze. Oh wait, that's not right. I'm sorry. I just can't remember your name. Tell me your name. My name is Blaze. Kiss the chief, ACAB, no, wait. all cops are by. <laughs> no, wait, that's not it either. My apologies, detective. Should we kiss, should we kiss the chief? I don't want to kiss the chief. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I can't tell if he's like threatening us right now. I know. Or what? What, should, should we just try a final ditch like what happened or like what's going on here? Yeah, tell me what okay. happened or yeah. Tell me what happened? Are you serious? What kind of game are you playing here? What is it that you want to know? Did you want to know what happened to me? Or did you want to know what happened? What happened to you? That's it. <laughs> Literally any of these Just things. Just what happened? <laughs> Where is my mother? <laughs> She's waiting in the car. Am I a dream. robot or not? Maybe we should ask that, actually. Yeah, okay. Was it also ever established that we are a robot, by the uh, way? I'm not entirely. There was some, like, the, the one chief might have been a robot. We tried to ask who programmed us. It, it was a mess. Um, uh, kind of, yeah. Am I a robot or not? Are you a robot? Well, I can't tell if you're a robot. Then what do you want to know? I want to know what happened to me. I don't know what you mean. Guy's a nightmare. Uh, pull out the gun, say, I'm going to shoot or I'm going to kiss. Which is it going to be? <laughs> Listen, buddy, I already got the monster becomes gay ending. I don't care what happens for the rest of this game. Are you going to shoot? I don't think you understand the situation you're in. Yeah, I'm in a shooting game. You might be a monster, but you're still a person. I'm not going to kill you. I'm going to kiss you instead. <laughs> I should kiss the chief, I guess. Well, cause Blaze, we don't actually. Oh, we don't know if he's the chief. I did say. There's the been chief, two though. other chiefs that were not named Blaze. Oh, okay. So we got the same text as the monster's lips are horrible. Blah blah blah. You reach the monster becomes gay ending, but then it says you got the heterosexual ending. You got the lesbian ending. <laughs> so, Blaze was. Maybe non-gender conforming. Yes. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> we have. We still have no information. We don't know what happened. We don't know who we were. But I guess some mysteries are never solved. I don't know. Maybe we should call our mother. Yeah. Just. Just to. Yeah. Okay. See if we can get a prologue out of her or an epilogue out yeah. of her. Yeah. The bean starts ringing. Someone inside answers. <laughs> <laughs> oh no hello mom who is this it's, it's me <laughs> it's me dad's little gay son what <laughs> no dad would kill me oh but he'd be proud of what i've done what's dad dad's little gay son oh God, no, I no, will never know who his dad was. Was being a robot a metaphor for being gay the whole time? Ugh, isn't it always? <laughs> I mean, yeah, throughout the life of this podcast, not just <laughs> this episode. <laughs> oh, we finally figured out the moral. We figured out our purpose. <laughs> We've solved the curse. We can finally end. <laughs> we can finally be friends without having to structure it around a podcast. Oh, <laughs> uh, um, okay. Well, yeah, so let's. It's let's a nice it ending there. line. Yeah. Monster that become be gay proud. ending. <clears throat> the monster become gay ending. Uh, interesting. I, there, I, we got fewer answers than I could have possibly guessed. I, like, I think if, this is just the nature of like AI Dungeon or GPT two in general. Yeah, yeah. That you get a lot of like you know threads <clears throat> started. You get a lot of uh, questions, and but you, you just, just can't follow you, them. You just don't get answers. Yeah, you it's not written answers. as a story. It's no. written, you know, one bit at a time. <laughs> One bit at a time, indeed. One bit at a time is my new uh, AI soap podcast. opera. Oh, yeah. ooh, that's not a bad idea. 
that was the saga of Inspector Roboto. Um, and I, I, yeah, that, that's him. Yeah. Uh, Inspector Roboto. We don't know if you were a robot or not. We don't know if you were trying to save your department or root out some corruption in it. We we just don't we know just what don't happened know. to you. We just will never know. But we do know one thing. Your dad would have been proud of his little gay son. And all of the footlongs. Do you think his dad was the man who programmed him? Like, do you think his dad was like, like he like crafted this robot out of the flesh of the bean? Oh, yeah, probably. Yeah. yeah. He... Took metal from the bean and, yeah, imbued it with a little gay personality. Yeah, <laughs> an LGP. <laughs> okay, well, that's that's that. That's Inspector Roboto. Um, and if you um, if you would like to uh, contact us at all, there's several ways to do that. Um, oh, we should we should say this was. Um, AI Dungeon. This this game was um, AIDungeon.io. You can play it online, on just on your browser. You can play it on as an app. Um, it's a great phone app, and um, everything kind of it like saves your stories and all that. Well, I actually um, meant to at some point to like publish these that because I you can publish them and they can you you guys you guys whoever you are could find them if you wanted to and take a look through. Um, but uh, yeah, yeah. Maybe on close reading, someone else could figure yeah. out what happened here because we could not. And if you if you do have any theories, um, you can send them to us at backcamp <laughs> at robots at backcamp.org. You can also tweet at us at robot typewriter. Oh, we have a theme song, and it's video challenge by Anamanaguchi. Yeah, and this is the the monster becomes gay ending. This is, I mean, yeah. I, I yeah, I would venture to to find an episode that didn't have the monster becomes gay ending. I feel like honestly, most of our end, most of our stories, monster begins gay. Yeah. It's a special episode where monster becomes gay. Monster becomes gay. Oh, monster becomes gay ending. <laughs>